They'll check it out. A whole new generation of young people today who belong nowhere. But I prefer to be now cast. Third culture kids where the concept of the Dukan is the, the corner shop or the top uh, We are live outside. Hey, yo, what's up, people? What up, nation? It's a revolution of expression. You tuned in to the Dukan show. Stay tuned in. Arab digital generation is shaping our identity, their creative expression, and their future. So please give a very warm welcome. Welcome to your tribe. So Tak has something here? to say. Why am I here? <laughs> Dunno. Tak has something to say. Uh, there's, he's got to be in his bonnet, as they say in the fifties. Wow. Or he, what? He, what? What's grinding your gears, Taki? Tell us what's wrong. So, one of my favorite. Wait, can you do that again? With like, with the deep voice that everybody's been seeing so on your Instagram. One of my favorite <laughs> rappers of all time is Lauren Hill. So yeah, one of my favorite rappers of all time is Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. And I never looked at Lauren Hill as a female rapper. Mm-hmm. Her album "Miseducation" of Lauren Hill is top five rap albums. Period. Right. Like, top like, five across, that are alive. Yeah, like male, female, transgender, whatever. Agreed. And um, I never understood why, like especially in the community, like in the Middle East and stuff. Whenever I hear about a female rapper, which one? One of them I actually had a conversation with. I won't name her, but. Um, I asked her opinion on this, uh, on on why she feels that female rappers are not being pushed, um, or why they're not, you know, at the same kind of like level in terms of fame or notoriety as as male rappers, even though they're a hot commodity. Like right. female rappers are really interesting to the Arab world, right? Right. So it would make sense for them to be popular. Mm-hmm. So my frustration. I, I with felt her that. answer, that was like a heavy sigh. <laughs> yeah. well, what was what what, what okay, was her so, answer? So, yeah. yeah, my frustration with her answer was because she was basically saying the things that female rappers. I'm gonna just say female. I don't like saying the term that way, but I'm just gonna say for the sake of, for the sake know, of context. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Um, she was saying that the things that female rappers have to do to get that notoriety is very different than what male rappers have to do. Did like she give what? you examples? Yes, and she was like, they need to either sexualize themselves. Mm-hmm. And this is not just in the Arab community. This is across, she's saying across, you know, everything. Uh, either sexualize themselves or dumb their lyrics down mm-hmm. or or ride off the back of another male artist. Mm-hmm. Which we've seen. Which There's yeah, countless 100%, examples. 100%, yeah. 100%. And I've, I, I disagreed with all of her points because, like, you in hip-hop, more than anything, what we value is substance. Right. And there has time and time again, female rappers that happen to be female have outdone male artists and have made a name for themselves and have broken records and have done everything that they needed to do without a sexualizing themselves mm-hmm. or um, taking a dip in their substance mm-hmm. or, or, or riding off the coattails of a, male, of a male artist. Okay. And her whole thing was like, Sorry, my whole thing was to her was like I'm like I just think that maybe the female artists, the female female rappers that I've heard, are just whack. As in sounding? No, As their in bars in are whack. Okay. Yeah, their bars are whack. Okay. Their delivery is whack, and they just don't try. Right. And she is was, that across the board though? As as far as I've I've, I've heard. Okay. From, and I've done my research on. Because yeah, know, looking back, I mean, I I'm a big fan of Lauren Hill. I'm well, like I, I've. I know her discography, but also Lauren Hill started as the Fugees. Yeah. Right? So maybe that is also began off the back of guys. 
Just to play devil's yeah, yeah, advocate. Yeah, of course, of course, like, of course. Okay. Because this is a very interesting topic. And then after that, as far as female rappers go that I'm aware of, Salt and Pepper, mm. um, Queen Latifah, mm. right? Um, who else we got? We have... And then you got the others of like... Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott. You got the Megan Thee Stallions. You've yeah. got... Rhapsody. Cardi B. You've got... What's her name? The other one. Um, Doja Cat. My, Doja one of my Cat. favorite artists right now. Period. Okay. And the other... the the uh, the one that started with the Nicki Lil Wayne. Minaj. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, if we look at the like those that have, that we've mentioned that we could just think of off the top of my head right now, like most of them hypersexualized. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But there's just one thing that um that that is constant across a lot of them. They still got fucking bars. Right. They so still are artists. They're substance. Mm. At some point, at least Nicki Minaj was a monster. Her first uh, her verse that actually. Um, um, Kanye, she had on Kanye's record. Kanye didn't want to put it out because she out outshined him, mm. and that says something. Yeah, that it wasn't just because at that point, yeah, maybe she was a little bit, you know, she was getting frisky, you know what I mean, whatever. But <laughs> she was still, mm-hmm. she still had bars, and no one could tell her otherwise. She right. showed up to all the ciphers, the um, uh, the BET ciphers, and, and murdered she was it. Killing it, yeah, and she killed everybody. Yeah, and but that was, you know. That that was what everybody respected. And obviously, the appeal of a you know the female body in the industries is is undeniable. It's just how how the patriarchy has made everything to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but she didn't need that. She didn't right. need it. But she used it to her advantage for profit, which I support. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So okay. you see that as a bonus, I, yeah, but I not a that. requirement for it's her not. to make I it think, as an artist. I think the industry makes it seem like you need to do that. Mm-hmm. You don't. I think what's very smart about um, artists like Doja Cat mm-hmm. is that with all of her skill and all these catchy, incredibly musically, um, geniusly crafted songs, she has, she has been hypersexualizing herself and using the male gaze to her advantage to make money. Okay. And she's 100% aware of that. That's separate. Okay. But the detriment of that model of thinking and, and, uh, and releasing your music and your brand is that people who are not privy to these business tactics will assume that this is A, how you got there, and two, younger, more impressionable artists are going to be doing the same thing, yeah. not realizing that you need to have bars. Right. But the, but this <laughs> right. is, like, here's the thing. I don't listen to any of her music since I heard one track that went something like, cow, cow, moo, moo, cow, cow. Oh, that was a parody. She said no, that no. as a joke. But, so, look, if you've been on TikTok, you, yeah. Doja Cat on TikTok, her songs... As soon as they come out, they're on every Fam? everyone's feed. Like it's un, it's literally the soundtrack to it's everyone's. And, so you yeah. think she would have been able to make it without hypersexualizing so, herself as an artist? Is, oh yeah. This is, this is yeah. the question, by the way. The tension between success and sexuality is one that women have to tackle with in in any music genre. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. this is an issue that we that. I'm not a musician, so I'm, I've always been on the outside, just right at the edge, yep. knowing some of the most famous ones and some of the people that are just trying to make it. But across the board, every woman has to come to terms with how she's going to navigate sexuality. Yes. yes. Is she going to use it as a weapon? Is she going to use it? Is she not going to pander to that at all? Um, in hip-hop specifically, it's very hard to make the argument, in my opinion, Yeah that you're just going to make it on bars alone because it's still, a a made, it's still a male-dominated industry. That's my experience being a consumer right. of hip-hop since I was a kid, yeah. mm-hmm. but also growing up with hip-hop, as in 
I was, you know, I like the earliest that I've known is Queen Latifah. That was right. the first, like I heard somebody and I was like, oh my God, right. this is something, someone. Yeah. Um, but Queen Latifah is not sexualized. Yeah. When you look at her brand, Queen Latifah is queen. You yeah. know, but she's also tomboyish. Yeah, and, and that's a sexuality play exactly. as well, guys. Like tomboyish is a sexuality play. To be that's accepted as one of the boys, to be which one, is yeah. the Missy Elliott, the Salt and Pepper back in the day as well. And keep in mind, like Queen Latifah retired out of music way early. Yeah, yeah. Right? But I'm just saying yeah. what I was saying, just to kind of play the yeah. sexuality. Everyone uses it. There's a different That's way exactly you can it. use the yeah. weapon, is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Like and for me now, is is there? Sorry to interrupt, but like the, where I to agree with your point, I'm trying to understand. Like, is there an Aretha Franklin or a Sade of rap? So if you look at, Do you get what I'm saying? In my where opinion, they're they're not sexualized at all. I think Sade was extremely sexualized. I mean, like yeah. very. Like, but musically, she wasn't the way she presents herself. She wasn't like. You know, I mean, down to bikinis. Pretty. No, yeah, I, yeah. I mean the music is love music. I get that, but I mean she wasn't down to like bikinis and like. I think people sexualized her softness. I think that's what people that's, did. Yeah, mm -hmm. so she played sexual, on purity yeah. and innocence and just right. the border of being yeah. soft core. Same with Lana I mean? Del Rey plays on the power dynamics yeah, in music. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she does so what I'm, I think what I'm trying okay, to fair. get at here is that every woman in a male-dominated arena whether you're in music or not, yeah. you're going to have to make a decision about how you're going to use the sexuality card right. that patriarchy gave you. <laughs> like, yeah. I yeah. didn't have, without without the patriarchy and misogyny, yeah. that, you know, are, are branches of the, like, same root, if you will, um, I would have no card to play. This has been, you know, this is something I grew up with. I inherited yeah. it. In... This debate has gone on for so long. There is no formal end answer, yeah. but mm. we should have the conversation. Yeah. Right? I don't believe, and this is a very, you know, I'm not as up to date maybe with uh, female rap artists in the Middle East at the moment, but Trash. from what I've seen, let's not put that okay, in. That's okay. <laughs> no, from what I've seen, we are not competing at a globe. We are not the best of the best when it comes to rap mm -hmm. at the moment. Have we had more resources than ever to, before? Yes. No offense, yeah. Dak, but that goes to male rappers too. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. No, that's like, true. Let me, that's let true. me call true. out like Middle Eastern rappers. Yes. Like, I'm not yes. saying... So what they I'm saying is... Yeah. So what I'm saying is I believe that we need to find, and I've called for this many times on the show, in every creative arena, we need to find our own sound, yes. our own voice. Yes. Because at the moment, we're reproducing. And this reproduction is not going to do us any favors, you know? Mm. Uh, but we also have to make ground for that bravery to happen. Okay. Right? The sexuality issue, as in how, how a girl decides to play that card, I don't look negatively at the hustle. Me However... Either. I promote it, if anything. Uh, yeah, I, I appreciate the hustle. Um, when Cardi B comes out and she's Cardi B... That brand, you know what I mean? That is really hypersexual. That has no apologies for the fact that she was a stripper. Has no apologies for what she does. I look and I'm like, it sounds like that's authentically you. Right. So I cannot argue. That's that. who you are. It's not yeah. a yeah. But I think. But, but hip hop demands that you're authentically you. Yes. And when you're making mm -hmm. up them dumbass stories about something else that is not your life then you do no service to yourself or yeah. to hip-hop. And right. this is where I have a problem. Yeah. 
you know? So if you are sexual and that's what you love and that's who you are, then be that. But if you're doing it to move forward, to succeed, and it makes you feel like you're dying inside, hip hop wants you to stop that. Yes, 100%. <laughs> that's my belief, 100%. you know? But that's exactly what, what I was saying. Like you look at the common denominator of all these female artists that we're mentioning. Mm-hmm. And it, the common denominator is that they are either one themselves and they're dope. Like that's all that's all I was trying to get get across to, like my female sisters in in the hip hop, is um is like, you are more than capable of being better than a man at rapping. Okay. And also being yourself, yourself, women. Like I'll, I'll give you a, a great example. Young Ma. She has two handicaps. She's a woman and she's also a lesbian. Okay. In hip hop. Okay. But she still released hit records. She still got the respect from the streets, from males and females alike. And all on account of her bars. Right. Yes, I know that she also does. Also, so is coffee. Yeah. Coffee. She's a artist. But yeah. coffee has, coffee's incredible. Coffee's like across all genres is respected. Like, yeah. Yeah. And without having to, you and know. Probably from my personal, from what I've seen as part of her journey, the fastest growing up and comer yeah. as an artist. Yeah. Look, the thing about coffee, and I, this is the thing, I, like I really hesitate to comment on music because I am your billboard top four. Like I have the ear of like, I don't, I don't need underground yeah. stuff. You're a radio. I am, sorry? You are a radio. But that's I am, also an important I am your target market. That's I am your target market. Everybody tries to sell to you. I cannot read music. I have expendable income. <laughs> 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 and, and I care very much about whether your sound is sticky. Yeah. Whatever it is. Right. Coffee is played by mothers, yeah. by fathers, by children, by people who are young and old. There's something about her music that makes it inevitably timeless. Yeah. And I don't know what that is, but I just know when I hear it, I'm like, yo, everyone's going to love this. Yeah. Not yeah. just people who listen to dancehall, not just no. Jamaicans, yeah. not just, you know. So... There's some. I think coffee is the prime example. Yeah, like, uh, yeah but a, coffee also grew up in Jamaica, right? Yeah, I get that. But I, the way I'm saying, like, coffee is the prototype of right what? of a great sounding artist, authentic male authentic. or female. Yeah. Okay, yeah, male or female, an authentically sounding great musician. I see her as the blueprint yeah. because the creativity, the skill, the finesse, the musicality. All of it. Like, she ticks the box. She, she doesn't just tick the boxes, but you're talking about, like, 9 out of 10 across the board. Yeah. Right? Across all the categories required for you to be a great artist. And it's something in the water in Jamaica. It's the artist she grew up uh, around. Whatever it might have been. to music and making it right. a part yeah. of the history and culture. Yeah. Like, because in the Arab world, we don't have that yet. No, I don't think we're really digging into no, our musical I, roots yeah, you're, to, you're like, right. you know, right. craft a sound that's ours. Exactly. And I think it's in, in, the, in this part of the world, it's not just in regards to music, but I think whether you want to be an athlete, you want to be a musician, you want to be a rapper, a singer, whatever it may be, starting at 16, you're already eight, nine years late in the game, right? Yes. These people have been doing this from like the ages of three. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So if true. you want to compete, like you got to do three, work. four times as much work yeah. just to keep up with another person that's the same age as you are. Yeah, I, you know? I get that. So she was she was raised and bred in this environment from a very, very young age. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but I do feel like what Tak is saying, and correct me if yeah. I'm wrong, you're... You, you're saying that across the board, we have to have better um, commitment to, to our craft. Yeah. And not use sexuality as a way to get ahead yeah. 
or to cover up the fact that we that some artists have not done their, their work, work yeah. their homework. Yeah. Because I believe in like I believe in women aggress so aggressively that yeah. they can be better or as good or as better than men in anything. Like I just I feel like it's an insult to put like to give them a lower standard. Like the standard for what is considered a dope uh, female uh, rapper, and I'm just speak on hip hop because that's my, my my you know my space. But um, the the limb like the threshold for what is considered dope is so low compared to men. Really, it's so low. Like it's like the same threshold we hold Aaron by. <laughs> <laughs> leave leave, <laughs> leave, leave my uncle out of this. Leave world. Uncle P Storm out of this. <laughs> but like yeah, it's like it like. What I when I when someone sends like when someone you know in my in my space sends mm -hmm. me like oh this is this dope uh, artist uh, this dope rapper she's she's a you know she's up and coming whatever and I hear and they're like I'm like yeah this is cool but then like what but what I consider dope when it comes to males is like you have to be as good or better than J Cole. Got it. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, that's the standard for so you. Yeah. Why like, is answer me this? Why is the standard so low then for um, for female rappers? From the female rappers that I have spoken to, it's um they just don't feel they that that's that the motivation is not there and and the because there's no that they don't feel in competition with men because they feel like the the standards are different. Like as opposed like. So remember the competition I, is yeah, other female I, yeah, rappers. Yeah, instead? like you know how I told you that the really dope female people like Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj, were dope, and then managed to find a way to market themselves sexually to profit off of that in their own in their own right, as they have all the right to do. Um, the the perception so from PC, that then. Bro. No, but I, I, that's no, just but like, yeah, well, yeah. He's, yeah, what he's saying the, is right. The perception of that to up and coming artists is I don't need to. Right. That's the general consensus from the uh, female rappers that I speak to that I feel like are not at the standard they could be at. Okay. Because it's not about ability. It's not about... That's the problem here is a lot of times it's like in hip-hop, we like we generally regard women that rap are just not as good as men and that's all it's going to be. It's, in comedy, for example, right? There's this thing that all oh, women are not funny. It's like, no, bro. A lot of the... Times you guys just make it seem like they don't need to be funny to be famous and make money, and, right? Which is not, yeah, okay. So you're saying society is making it okay for them to be not as good and yeah. still succeed. Yes, and I think so. It, they're measured by completely different exactly, and standards. it's fine for them to to do whatever they need to do to succeed. But my issue with that is don't lie to them and not give them that option. Ah, uh, okay. So you uh, so and when we say don't lie to them, who is lying to them? Um female uh, female rappers in in big in uh big positions of power like Nicki Minaj. Okay. Um at the moment Cardi B and and the, the thing is it's not even so much them it's just their marketing. Whoever does their marketing, whoever pushes their narr their narratives, chooses what they say has how many views as opposed to this under this interview that they didn't really push that much, actually, yeah. where they're like, oh, I just do this because boom, 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 boom. I it's get like, that. Yeah, I just feel like, you know. Look, I can't control what Cardi B or any of them do, but I can. we can make an impact in our region because I think yeah. everybody here, we've got enough power to change, to change perception. 100%, 100%. So, Taki, if you were going to improve the state of female rappers in the Middle East, because I don't think... We're ready to tackle the world. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, what would you do? Um, one, to be honest with them. Like, 
like, um, man, I wish I could name drop this so bad. No, okay, no, I know, but I know, I know. I'm just saying, um, are you honest with them? I'm super honest, and and you know what? I always I always tackle it from a point of I never I never tell anyone that I think is trash that just that they're just trash. Right. I always like, this is what you need to do. This is what I think you need to do. This is what other people may tell you. This is what I think you need to improve on. This is where you're fucking great at. Right. This is where you you succeed. Now elevate everything else to that point. Right. But don't think, don't look at male rappers like male rappers. Don't look at yourself as a female rapper. You are a rapper. Right. So That's, you're thinking that the gen, you think you think that the gender division yes. creates a, like a, a ceiling, like yeah. a glass ceiling. So she she doesn't even feel like. Yeah. She can get there. Yeah. Like there's something that's it, stopping her. Genu- genuinely, genuinely, I feel like that, that, that's across a lot of different industries. Yeah. Now, why I really wanted to speak to you about this is I wanted to know. You have f- spent a lot of time going through all the, my life, your entire all life, my career, basically your entire career, going through yeah. an industry that is dominated by men. Yeah, and at least from my view and my perspective, like you, to me, you stand out as like someone who's like. Way ahead of them in terms of in terms of passion, ambition, um, your ability to ar- articulate yourself. To that's very nice of you to no, say, Zach. It honestly, doesn't feel honestly. like that when I'm on my own, but it's I nice. Can imagine. It's nice. It's nice of you to say that. Thank you. Yeah, very it is much. recognized and it's very appreciated. And like, I I look up to you like the same way I'd look up to anyone else. That's like incredible, right? Thanks, Zachy. You're welcome. And now my question to you is: Do you feel like do you feel like when people refer to you? Um, by your gender whenever they talk about your accomplishments, do you feel like that takes away yeah. from what you've done? So in some circumstances, yes. So I, for the longest time, and even now, hesitate to be a part of the, fem- the, the female empowerment movement. And I, that doesn't mean I don't support female empowerment. Yeah. I just believe that the way the movement is currently structured, it doesn't actually empower women. It's a, we've now unfortunately created a pathway for brands or organizations to use us as tokens during a key moments of the year. We're literally spots to fill in a calendar to check mark that you've ta- ta- like targeted yeah. your target market. And this does no justice. And it's disrespectful. To it, yeah. yeah. And so this is my, so here's my overarching issue that I've had to face for all my career, which is that if I am at a table and it's mostly men, it's more likely that everybody there will have to do less to earn the same amount that I'm, my time is valued as less than theirs. Yeah. That's the first thing. The second thing is that if I lose or if I slip, I have to work twice as hard to get back to past zero, you know? Mm. So if we slip back, it's all the, the criticisms come much harder. And that might be a personal thing, but that's how I felt. The other thing that I do feel, and, and I can, I can uh, I'll speak really honestly to this. I'm, I have learned to use my sexuality as a weapon to be used only when I need to flip the table gently. And I've done it because at some points, it's an ace in my pocket that I will not lie and be like, oh, I don't use it. No, no, miss, I do. <laughs> and, but when I do, it's kind of like if you have a pill and you're trading it for time. Mm. Every time I use it, I lose something. Yeah. And I have to, be, I have to know that gamble. Like, yeah. I know it's a gamble. Yeah. So, for example, if there is a moment where I'm going to be in a position where I might have to flirt or whatever, I think very carefully about whether I'm going to do this. Because once you're in that arena where you are identified as somebody that is flirtatious or hypersexual, 
uh, men that I know and that I've worked with don't put a high value on that woman's time. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, they believe they can buy her time. Mm. So I'm very careful about where I, where I use it. Have I used a power suit to gain, like a power suit is a sexual, uh, a sexual uh, symbol. Do I use it to my advantage? Absolutely. I will not lie and say I haven't. However, when I see young girls sleeping their way to the top of any industry, and as you can imagine, I've worked in the media industry and there is a casting couch and it exists and it's real. I have no judgment for any woman who chooses that route. But please know that you're, you're gambling more. Yeah, yeah. You're giving something more away. It's not free. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And That's the misconception. Exactly. Yeah. And my challenge in, in any woman's career who is trying to do well is that when you move into the space of sexuality, you become commodified. Mm. So you are no different. At least I've felt this way. I hope that generations after me don't. But you are no different to somebody who can be bought. Yes. Right? Yeah. The things that people cannot buy are my time and my attention. Those are things that I can play with. So I had I all of this to say, if young girls who are entering male-dominated industries feel like they need to use it, know that there's a, a big sacrifice that comes yeah. with it. One you may not recover from easily. What you put yourself in positions that you may not recover from psychologically later on. Secondarily... The cost is higher than the benefit. Absolutely. And for men as well. Yeah. If you have a boss that's a female and you're flirting with your boss that's a female to move through the company, you're, you're changing in her eyes. In her eyes, yeah. you're now something yeah. different. Yeah. Right? And they feel like they could own you. And there's, a, there's an ownership and a yeah. power dynamic that you're constantly playing. And with. that's beyond gender at that point. You know? Exactly. That's, uh, yeah. So... To my point earlier about the female empowerment movement, yeah. we empower each other by giving each other business, by promoting each other's businesses and saying each other's names in rooms where we may not necessarily belong, for choosing women-led businesses first. But I will not promote that I do this. This is my practice. Thank you. I do not. I, I don't need. I don't need the can to post that we've supported female. We've supported yeah. thousands yeah. of female-led businesses. I don't believe that we need to promo ourselves off that. No, yeah. it's, the DN it's either in the DNA or it's not, right? Yes, yes. And that's one thing you learn from hip hop. Like you look at Lauryn Hill and she went through that clown phase. I don't know, like, yeah. you know, she did the miseducation of Lauryn Hill, changed yeah. my life, that, that album. And then she had a tough spot. But you know what? I can look at her discography and I see this is Lauryn Hill. This is all the things she went through. Whether you like it or not, or whether it's old albums or not, was irrelevant, right? So this for me is what we should be striving for, Yeah. right? Now, are we good enough? Most women will not have other female rappers to look up to and mentor them. Yeah. Whereas you guys, with all due respect, you have Aaron, you've got, you had, you had the, the, the recipe, you had, mm -hmm. you had so many people gunning for you. Yeah. Like gunning, like 100%. fighting for you. For women, it's not like that. For women, I believe that to find heroes is one thing, to find mentors is another. And not, I don't believe you would ever do this tech, yeah. but when we find mentors for a lot of women, we don't say this enough, but I hesitate to put someone in a mentor position because I don't want to be in that power dynamic yeah. where maybe something gets misconstrued yes. or whatever, you know? Yeah. So it's a very difficult time, I think, right now in the Arab world for, for women who are rappers. But I believe 
that now with the, with the democratization of information, we can have more writing workshops. We can have yes, more, yes. you know? Right. So you're right about one thing, right? I don't believe the caliber is there yet. I don't believe the caliber of artists is there no. where we're like, has anyone been signed for a global yeah. label? No, I no. think that no, I think nobody is there, whether guys or girls, that are an export product Lala. as a music. We're as an not artist. ready to be exported yeah. yet. No, you're good locally for here. You're a local, but you're not an export yet. Like you're not there where like kids in Japan that don't speak the language would be into it, and they're bumping it in their cars right. and in their clubs. Right, because you know, like Freak did that. Yeah, Freak yeah. did that. He with transcended. His, his so language. Freak did that yeah. with his music. To right. with all with all respect, yeah. Freak had guys globally listening to his music and absorbing the music and loving the music. Right. A girl hasn't done that yet. A woman hasn't done that yet. And I feel like now's the time, you know. More than ever. More than ever yeah. for a woman to do that. But I also don't blame it for not happening because she's still got an Arab dad. Do you know? Yeah, like yeah, she's course, still got Arab brothers and Arab siblings and Arab cousins. So for her to be this great rapper, she's also got to reject. Well, I'm making huge assumptions, but I imagine the women yeah. I know have to reject a part of their lives. For sure, for to, sure. And uh, there's always a, an element of sacrifice when it comes to yeah. becoming an artist. But for women, it's uh, there's it's a different kind of sacrifice. I would never understand. Really. Right. And I, I think so, this would be an interesting conversation to have with like. Can we bring these girls in to have this conversation? Like, let's take this episode. And like bring all these Arab female rappers. Because I feel like they they have something to say. Speaking of Feluka, Feluka for me is the perfect example right now in the Arab world. Of like, she is probably like for me top five rappers in the Arab world. I agree with you. And and in her English. And English. Like I'm... Mm -hmm. No, Feluka is an artist. She's incredible. This girl is incredible. However, Feluka did something that other people couldn't do. Move to the States. And be in the the music scene. Which we haven't... Like if you're not immersed in it, you know, you've got to be something special to do the research and absorb and whatever. So I feel like this bodes a second episode for sure can we start to bring in female rap artists <laughs> mcs whatever you want to call them and i'd like to d- explore removing the female and let's yes. have a conversation yes. about because i never want to be like oh reem female entrepreneur no yes i'm yeah. a businesswoman that's what i do and if i'm great at it great if i fail at it i fail at it but it should never have been because I was ma- was female or male or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think we should have this conversation about like removing the gender issue. I'm not one to speak and to what's the industry because I'm not in it, no, right? Yeah, and what's needed to what's needed in terms like what's the measuring stick without moving the goalposts? Like, are you getting measured at the same caliber? Or what's needed to measure you at the same yeah. caliber? I know, but to ask the question, you know? like, like, why aren't we there yet? Yeah. We have resources. Why yeah. aren't we there yet? Yeah. We have other, like, some regions don't have Spotify, some regions, but we have access to yeah. all of that. Why are we not the best in the world? I, I genuinely yeah. think it's going to take one, like, f- incredible artist like, like who, just, who just does it. You right. know, who just does it and does it and just shows them that it's possible to do it this way. That's all, that's all it's going to take in my I, Yeah, I agree completely. But in the meantime, I'd like to get these girls yes, on the show. Yes, for sure. I'd like to have voices because I think that it's important for us to discuss what are your challenges? Like, why are we not 
creating some of the best MCs in the world. Yeah. We have struggled. Yeah. So why? Are they yeah, making that's you, know, you know, you know. And one thing I just wanted to say, which, which, like, which every conversation I've ha I've had the past couple of years has always ended up in this kind of core topic. Is this thing um, called an iptila? What is that? An iptila basically means a tailored struggle. Okay. Yeah. Right. And what this means basically is not to bring religion into it, but just in in general, it means a struggle that only you can cross a obstacle only uh, it was so this made is for like you your cross to carry yes. and yeah. i think one of one of um one of the things that uh, i always tell people is when you're faced with adversity and everything seems to be against you like especially for uh for a rapper that is female like your ibtila if this is your passion is that you are a female in this industry mm -hmm. and people don't expect you to be dope right but you have so much context that no one has ever heard. And it's your, this is your chance to cross through this obstacle that is made for you to cross. It, right. is, it is not about capability. It's never about capability. You're 110% capable. It's just about realizing that this is something that's made, it's against you. It's a sword that is fashioned against you, but you are also made to go, to go through it yeah. and defy the odds and yeah. actually do it. And that's, for me, women are the queens and kings of doing that. Yeah. And anything. So I just think it extends to rap. And that's yeah, I no, I respect that. So I think homework is tacky. Get your girlfriends on the show <laughs> yes. because I think it's important for us to make space and have that voice. Um, I don't I like I can only bring to the table my experience. And yeah. my experience is that this shit's jagged. Like yeah. it's really jagged 100%. and it's really like a labyrinth. And, you know, uh, I sympathize with the fact that there are no heroes. Mm. So if your heroes are Queen Latifah, Missy Elliott, you know, Remy Ma, like whoever it is, then you're not going to meet them. So yeah. how are you going to get to yeah. know the craft, you yeah. know? So that's something we can, I think, work on for next time. Definitely. What do you think, OTOT? Yeah, for sure. And even those females we mentioned, not all of them are celebrated for their craft. 100%. You're right. Like, and True. I think that's the critical point of where this conversation started is... Today, if a rap, if you are an up-and-coming rapper and you want to emulate a global name and you want to be like them, you're going to look at Rakim, you're going to pick up Biggie, you're going to pick up Puck, male or female, doesn't matter. Yeah. Nobody thinks, oh, I'm going to be like a Queen Latifah or I'm going to be like a Lauren Hill. And unfortunately for a lot of the girls, or fortunately, and I understand that's their hustle, but then your current standards are Meg Thee Stallion, Doja Cat, and the likes, yeah. right? So... And even then, it's where is your skill set as an MC? Yeah. yeah. Is, is what I'm going to always challenge this with, right? And that's the biggest question. So even for the girls here, they're going to go and study Rakim, yeah. right? Or at least study one of the quote unquote the greats. Because, like, I don't know, like, how many female rappers made it to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Not enough. Not enough. Right? Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. And with that tech, you got a lot of homework. Yeah, yeah bring your friends. Sure, Let's talk sure. to them. Call me when your friends are here. I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Thank you for kicking it with us today. I hope you enjoyed listening to this week's episode as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. Please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast at to stay up to date with all our conversations. Also, if you don't mind, hit us with the five-star rating, leave a comment, let us know how you feel about the show. That way, it could also help others find the show. And be sure to share with your friends and family, whoever you think can benefit from it.
You can holla at us on all social media platforms at The Can Show. We'd love to hear from you. Or you could drop us an email to hello at thecanmedia.com. Salam.